August marks such a special month for Jen the Builder. Corey and I celebrate our 14th wedding anniversary this year, OMG, and we also share the same birthday month. So this month, we really wanted to give special recognition to women, the leading ladies of our lives, women who are doing their thing as single moms, women who are holding down a career, going to school, doing the things that women do best. So please join us this month as we take a ride on the elevator with pride as we say we, women elevated everywhere. Let's go. Hi, this part of the show, we wanted to open up with saying thank yous and showing gratitude to people who have reached out to us. Right, Corey, there's been quite a few. And so I feel bad if we don't mention everybody, but that would pretty much take the whole podcast. So you want to start or do you want me to start? Oh, help yourself. Okay, so I just want to say thank you to Pam who is such an encourager when it comes to the podcast. And she shared some really cool, funny uh, family stories after listening to our episode about my 64 cousins. Oh, wow. Yeah. Remember that one? Uh So it brought back good memories for her. So just thank you, Pam, for sharing that. Uh, Susan Sanchez, who is a lovely woman that I've known for quite a while She was actually my first supervisor when I went into case management. Mm -hmm. And Susan has just brought me everywhere with her at so many adventures with Susan, uh, being one of the first LVNs at a major health plan in L.A. because of Susan. And she's just very encouraging. And we love you so much. And thank you for always being such a positive um, person in my life. I'm going to start with... A few few people, and I'm not going to go into detail why with all of them, but definitely the first one, Irene, which is not mm. my original friend. <laughs> She's your friend. Yes. And I just want to say my best friend. one of your best friends. Yeah. And I wanted to say to Irene so much for being so supportive. And she's been there every step of the way. Yeah. Um, also, one of our cousins, Lynn. Incredible, yes, and so supportive, Love and you, so ready to help and, mm-hmm. and give us advice and give us uh, some direction to go in. And then one of my coworkers, and and I'm growing to know a lot better and beginning to open up to a little bit more. And Swin, incredible guy who shares his heart and he's you know open hearted, offers some information if you need it, and if you yep. don't, then. You know, he goes a separate way, but Brian has been, you know, every step of the way. And I'm I'm just grateful to have a, a person like that and listening to the podcast every week. Me too. I adore Brian. So to the people we mentioned and just to everybody, thank you so much. And just because I didn't say your name doesn't mean I don't thank you. It's just that those are the people that really stick out to me right now. And I have plenty of other names, but like I said, those are the ones that really stick out and, they, and they've done a little bit extra to let you know that, you know, you're doing a good job. Yes. Yes. Gratitude is so important. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. 
next, Corey, we, I wanted to try something with you. I think this is going to be fun. I've got this really cool book that you always wondered why I would pay for such a thing, especially when you can get this stuff on the internet, but I love books. So it's uh, Would You Rather questions. Mm-hmm. My team uses it for training uh, to engage people. And so I know people want to get to know us a little bit more. And so there's 2,000 questions. And you're going to ask me 2,000 questions? No way. (laughs) I was hoping. I was like, whoa. Why don't you pick a number? One through 2,000. 200. 200. Ooh, you're a big 10% kind of person. So 200 says, would you rather create a new mode of transportation or a new sports league? Definitely a new mode of transportation. I don't even watch sports. He doesn't. No. And they just recently brought baseball back, right? Okay. I think so. Okay. That's what I heard anyways. That's just way too much time wasted and I can't get it back and I just need to be doing something much more productive. More productive. So your new mode of transportation would be something faster? No traffic? Um, No need to stop? Not so much faster because Uh I'm just not into, you know, killing people and hurting people and the faster (laughs) people can go, that's the quicker they're going to kill them. So maybe something a little more efficient Something that doesn't cost as much um, as far as the actual vehicle. And then I would love to do away with the fueling system because it's a waste of time. And we know, Mm -hmm. we all know that we could have a a better type of fueling or gas or petroleum or whatever you want to call it. We can have a better substance to get energy into our car. Hey. Hey. Good answer. I agree. Uh, if you want to play Would You Rather with us or if you want to get involved in our forum and spend more time with the community and chatting, we also do Zoom, please visit jenthebuilder.com, G-E-N-T-H-E-B-U-I-L-D-E-R. Become a member, no cost, of course, and it gives you access to more things on the website. We would love to hear from you. Love, love, love. So, Corey, today we are talking about the leading ladies in our lives. Mm -hmm. So I thought we might want to start with some information about the first lady of our country right now, America, that is, because we actually have listeners. Did you know that we have listeners in Europe? Yes, I did. In Asia? Yes, I did. I believe even in Africa. And that's just so exciting. South America. Yeah. Just incredible. So greetings from America. Yes. We're going to talk about Melania Trump real quick and just some uh, tidbits about the First Lady of America. She has a campaign called Be Best, um, very driven by social, emotional, physical health of our children, especially children in foster systems. Mm -hmm. She's reforming some policies, getting into child welfare and the advocates there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I have to say this um, about that. I worked for the, and in the advocacy program Mm -hmm. for probably six years. And I know that's a very tough population to work with if you don't have all the resources and if you don't have all the tools that come with that project, you really need dedicated people and people with an amazing heart. That's just willing to give. So uh, I definitely give her props for doing that uh, championing 
that particular uh, population. Yeah, me too. I, Corey, when we worked with the youth, I think one of the things that always saddened me is when they hit a certain age, I believe it was, was it 18 or 21, one of those, and they were just kind of on their own at that point. True. And so now they're working on the transition into adulthood and setting them up. So that that's awesome. Uh, another thing that she's working on is she's renovating the Rose Garden at the White House. Okay. Yeah. So I guess the last time it was really done was by um, during JFK's time as president. Okay. So, so that, that puts a different spin. Right. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. The Rose Garden. But if it hasn't been done in that long, then absolutely. Please fix our roses. Uh, yeah, so that's the first lady. And then some more information because we are celebrating women and it's women elevated everywhere. I love this. We looked up the Fortune 500 companies for 2020 and out of 539 of them were female CEOs. Wait, can you say that again? Please? Sure. Fortune 500. Okay. Out of the 539 CEOs are women. That's a little lopsided. It is. Come on, women. We gotta do. We gotta do yeah, better man. than that. We gotta awesome leaders and women. Yeah, and I know a few, so I'm looking at one of them, and hey, I work you. with a couple, so yeah. we really got to turn that around. Yes, please. Another trivial information, but so amazing is that the country. I'm gonna ask you guys. What do you guys think? Or the country is for the most female CEOs. The most female CEOs in the world. Uh, the answer to that is Thailand. Oh, really? Yeah, 30% of the CEOs there are women. Nice to hear. Very nice. Second, and I really want to know what they're doing in Thailand to right? uh, have those kind of numbers. Let's look at that. We'll look more into that. I definitely will. Yeah, so we just want to celebrate women who are doing their thing, and that will lead us to the leading women in our lives. Uh, mine, of course, is my mom. Uh, she's single mom since I was nine years old, turning 10 that year. She never remarried. She was about the kids and, and raising us. Also, along with my mom was my Aunt Mila, who was pivotal in in my family and raising us. Of course, my godmother, I've talked about her once or twice in, in previous podcasts, Auntie Lil, who is passed away but very, very leading lady in my life for sure. Last but not least is Auntie Helen. And she is an awesome nurse. I miss her. I miss my family. Uh, I just want to say that I recognize the importance of their place in my lives, everything that they've said and done that's made me who I am today. Uh, they definitely led the way for me by example, right? How to love, how to be a mom, how to be a wife, uh, and so, and then all the amazing memories of cooking and family time with a cousin. So, yeah, I'm grateful. How about you, Corey? Well, my first leading lady would have to be you, my wife. Mm -hmm. And um, just an incredible woman, got her head on straight and very driven, very focused, loves me like no tomorrow. And dealt with me in a time when I was just out of my mind. And mm -hmm. I mean, in the worst way, but wouldn't take, wouldn't change, wouldn't alter anything away about my leading lady and how she's taken care of me and been supportive of me and just helped me to get to be who I am today, the man that I am today. Second leading lady, definitely my mother. 
And and guys, don't be mad that I put my mom second. My wife is always going to be first. My mother was played a lot of really key roles in my life, uh, aiding me to become a man and allowing me to experience a really good childhood, great childhood. Um, third leading lady would definitely have to be my daughter. Uh, yes. And I didn't have a biological daughter, so... Um, marrying a woman that had children. I had a child mm. myself and getting to know these children. I didn't want to, they had a father, they have a father. And so I didn't want to just be a dad. I wanted to be someone that they could look to and count on and mm-hmm. have a friendship with, have a bond with, because I didn't have to play that father role 24 seven again. Dad was there. He was in the picture. He did his job. He paid child support. He took care of them. Yeah. And so I was able to fill the gap because he was a military guy. And, you know, a lot of times he was literally out of the country. So third leading lady, definitely my daughter and and really had a a good, phenomenal time growing up and just being a a good relationship. Kayla was just here yesterday. Yes. And you two work on these amazing projects together. And it's just so good to see. You know what? Kayla just celebrated her one year anniversary when she got married. That one of my favorite things, Corey was watching you and Chris walk her down the aisle. Mm-hmm. So she had dad and she had you, and she recognized both your places in her life. And yeah. and she made sure to make us both feel special. Mm-hmm. She really did. And and neither one of us felt left out or pushed to the side. So right. she, she was able to balance that quite well. Yeah. I was able to walk with Kayla's bonus mom. I think we walked hand in hand. So it was just a special moment. She's another one, I think, very much leading lady because of her place in my kids' lives. Yeah. You know, and how she's just been with them. Very fair and just very present. Very unique family buildup. Very. Yeah. It That's definitely not a common. No, not at all. No. So we'd love to hear from you uh, who the leading women are in your lives and what makes them unique to who they are. We'd love to celebrate them. We are taking a moment this month to share what you share with us, with your permissions, of course. Um, so I asked... Irene, who you mentioned earlier in the podcast, if she had any words to share for her mom, because guys, we don't have to wait till Mother's Day or a birthday or anything like that to say thank you. So Martha, this is a shout out to you from your daughter, Irene. She says, thank you, mom, for being a strong woman and for teaching me to be a strong woman in return. She's very grateful for the teachings that you've given her in the areas of confidence, loyalty, and commitment. Because of your diligence and just your consistency, Irene knows who she is. Uh, She shared a time when she was broken, and she gained everything back through prayer. And her therapy was actually talking to you, her mom. Um, and knowing that you were there. So thank you, Martha. We honor you as one of those leading ladies, and just thank you for what you've done in Irene's life. So i got a question, Jen. Tell me some unique characteristics that the leading ladies in your life has. 
I pause because there's a lot of characteristics, a lot of qualities. I think for the, the women in my life, there's been a quiet kind of strength when I think of the four or five of them that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. They were patient. There wasn't like a lot of freak out moments, like it, nothing overly dramatic, but there was just a calm and a strength in their calm. Uh, and then the way they supported each other was huge. I think that's one of the things that stuck out to me is that through Thick and Then, that group of sisters, my mom and her sisters, they just went through life together. Whatever came their way is what came. And the fact that they were able to stand by each other and just go through it. And they didn't falter. And when I say falter, that includes in their faith, you know, things that, that shook them didn't break them. They were quick to forgive and quick to uh, ask for forgiveness. Nice. What about you? What qualities did, do I have? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Well, when I, when I think about your qualities, I've pretty much put them out there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust that the majority of the people that are listening to this know you. And the ones that don't, they're getting to know you mm-hmm. in your uh, podcast and analyzing your website. So they, they kind of have a feel of who you are and right. and what you're about and how strong you are. Uh, for my mom, my mom, let me just tell a little story, short story. Sure. My mom was um, raised by different sets of parents. Uh, the reason why was because her mother passed away when she was nine years. And then her dad passed away, I believe, when she was like 11. So she didn't have her biological mom and dad around at a very early age. Mm-hmm. I also remember her telling me that she only had one pair of shoes her entire childhood. Wow. One so like, pair. When, when I say one pair, I don't mean... She grew up and only had one. She only ever had one pair of shoes at one given time. Mm -hmm. And so thus her obsession for shoes. And those of you that don't know my mother, my mom is very obsessed with shoes. And she passed that addiction on to me. But not because I didn't have shoes, but because she wanted to always make sure I had shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing about her that I, I recognize in her strength is that she didn't just survive this. She thrived through this. She still mm-hmm. allowed herself to be able to grow up, have some kind of happiness and joy, uh, found love in my father, who was an awesome man. Just hearing that short little bit of a story, you can kind of see she, she did okay for herself. There, there was a lot of suffering, but there was an uh, awful lot of uh, joy and happiness. I see a lot of your mom and you, I mean, like her talents with singing, definitely she's passed on her fashion sense to you, like how you mentioned the shoes. <laughs> um, it's funny just seeing the small things, like even your obsession with making a room smell good. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a mom thing. My mom just had a way of, every morning when she got dressed for work and or uh, Sunday when she got dressed for church, you walk in her room and it just smelled so amazing. And I just, as a child, I realized, like, I want, mm-hmm. I don't want it to smell sweet like perfume, but I just want a good smelling room. Right. I don't want a, 
a smelly room. And men typically <laughs> have smelly rooms because of their shoes and their clothes. Right. And I just never wanted that. I always wanted that feeling of, ah. And so I get a kick out of when people go into my spaces mm-hmm. and, and they say, oh, it smells good right. in here. And I'm like, yes, it smells good. That's where totally. it's supposed to be. <laughs> so she's led you down that path. I have a question for you. What do you see in me that speaks my mom? Well, let's go down the vast list of really? your mother and you. So um, your mom loves to feed people and yeah. you definitely <laughs> love to feed people. Uh, your mom will give, I won't say she'll give her the shirt off her back because I, I don't want to be that extreme but she's just open hearted and she's going to give freely. Mm-hmm. Mom is not a stingy or in the Filipino term, Kuriput, at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I know a little bit. Of, you do. Um, so good. And, and in the same way, you're very generous. Mm-hmm. And I've, guys, let me tell you something. I, I've seen my wife receive a birthday present. And because someone came to our house and was down and out, she gave her birthday present to the person that was down and out. And I'm like, no, that's your present. And she's like, it's okay. It's all right. We have plenty. I can I can do this. I can make this person feel good today. And I see that same quality in, in, uh, in, my, in our mom, mm-hmm. your mom biologically, but my mom through, through marriage. Um, I also see that uh, mom is very talented uh, musically, not a lot of people know that mom can play a guitar, right. um, but I, I had that privilege and I was like, wait a minute, she's actually playing a guitar and playing <laughs> it well. Yeah. And then you play the piano and never was formally trained uh, through school, but just shown a few chords. And that's a, an amazing talent in itself. Mom sings, you sing. Mom dances, you dance. We do like to dance. <laughs> um, mom loves to entertain. You love yeah. to entertain. And so it's just, I can go down the list all day and all night, but it's just, you know, I know that you you, you are your mother's child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This was a good time uh, recalling. We do journal prompts through Jen the Builder, by the way, on the website. Just think a good journal prompt and a good Recall activity is to recall the women in your lives that have been placed there who have lifted you up and elevated you and just take the time to thank them, whether alive or passed away for what they've put into your life. So here at Take the Elevator, you know how we exit out. We ask that you look up and let's elevate. elevate.